I'm here at uh, Game Developers Conference online, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm uh, Adrian Ludwig. I'm a VP of Marketing for Joyent. Okay. And what's, what's Joyent about? We're the premier provider of uh, application services, so infra infrastructure as a server and uh, as a service and platform as a service, uh, especially targeted at game developers who need really high performance, very low latency, uh, and a network that gives them sort of worldwide presence for their games where people can get at them. Okay. So this is a service uh, that's perfect for developers who are doing online games or social games or mobile games, and they need a back-end, say, on that. Like, an infrastructure for that for that service. Absolutely, yes. A lot of our big customers, and, and even you know, hundreds of, of our, our smaller customers, are building social games that tie into Facebook, Yahoo, MySpace, uh, and are hoping that their game will go from being relatively small to being you know really really big. So we see a lot of independent game developers who. Um, you know, anticipate needing to go through scale issues um, yeah. and move from you know tens of users or hundreds of users today uh, to uh, you know millions of users in the near future. And so we help them design the architecture for their application, and then we actually provide the presence in data centers in North America as well as in Europe and Asia, so that those uh, games can successfully scale up uh, as they get more and more users. Okay. So how how is your service then different from Amazon Web Services or Rackspace? I mean, why? should smaller developers consider you guys compared to um, AWS for scaling or Rackspace for scaling? Um, sure. What's the difference? Sure. The big difference is you know, we're really an application-oriented company. Um, you know, our origin and all of our customers have always been building large-scale or trying to get to a point where they were large-scale applications. Uh, and so we know what it means to take an application that's built in Java or PHP or Ruby, start from small and go to big. Um, you know, we see companies like Amazon or Rackspace really being about running a data center efficiently. Um, they're about uh, scale for themselves as opposed to scale for your application. And so we sit down with uh, a lot of companies uh, and help them understand here's where the bottlenecks are, or uh, how do you need to change your application, or when do you need to start thinking about sharding your database? When should you be considering uh, no SQL solutions for your data store as opposed to you know, SQL-based solutions? So we really partner to deliver that sort of infrastructure, uh, make sure that it's optimized for, for your particular application, and then help you to be successful. So it works very, very well for small companies. Um, in some instances, those small companies become big companies. So uh, we've got a lot of examples like that. Um, Country Life. Uh, for those who don't know, you know, one of the top ten Facebook games for for quite a while now, um, millions of users, uh, you know, as, as many as ten million uh, monthly uh, active users, and you know, they were literally at that point just three people uh, inside of the organization that had built the game. We helped them to scale it, and so building that up. Um, similarly, with companies like uh, what used to be called Water Cooler, it's now Kabam. Um, you know, they started using us when they were very very small, and now they're one of the top. Uh, Facebook game d developers that's out there. And so we've seen lots of examples of this and gone through a lot of companies, especially in the gaming space, building that out. Um, you know, can we talk about, uh, you talked about, so is it a consulting service that you are offering when, when these developers are small and trying to scale? And what's the cost of that? You know, I know that's people intensive. Um, is that something that even small developers can consider or even think about? Or is that going to just, the pricing is just so high that they have to go to AWS or something else. 
No, it's it's definitely something that we make available for smaller folks, um, and and you know our, our hope and the reason that we're willing to put that up front is is to help them a bit big. Um, for the really small, we've had partnerships with Facebook, Yahoo, MySpace, and the other social networks to provide free infrastructure, um, which is sort of an on ramp for somebody building an application and getting it to a point where they can test it. Um, that's been available for years um, through those developer portals, uh, and we've got you know tens of thousands of developers that are working with it that way. Um, as companies get a little bit bigger, um, we do have some sort of packages that we make available. Um, this week, we're actually announcing two new packages specifically around um, testing and, uh, and uh, publishing, where it's a pre-package uh, architecture. It's got load balancing, data store, um, compute, uh, and then a discount for people when they get bigger. Um, you know, our experience has been a little bit of consulting, uh, a little bit of support wrapped up with those services is what helps people to be successful. And so it pays dividends on, back, on the back end for us. So uh, we bundle that basically for free uh, for companies that are that need the assistance in, in getting bigger. So let's let's uh, visit this whole package um, service packages concept. Um, so you're saying that you've got packages, computing packages where. Smaller developers can just use them to automatically, say, scale the front end or scale the back end. Um, does that mean they don't even have to consider all the issues of, say, having multiple MySQL databases and all that other stuff, or do they still have to consider all that? No, I mean, some somebody has to consider it. Um, you know, the myth. I wasn't sure if that was your <laughs> service that that takes care of that, or is it? You know, for example, with AWS, um, they have the RDS service, or they have the Simple DB service, where they can just. Um, where you can just call some kind of API or something else and, and use those NoSQL solutions without having to really consider a lot of the logistical details. Of yeah, you, you can do that. Okay. Um, and what we've seen is that when people use those services, um, whether it's Amazon's or anybody else's, um, and haven't thought through the architectural implications in their application, that's when their apps begin to break. Okay. Um, you know, the, the measure we always have is if you multiply your number of users by 10, or by 100, you know, do your costs go up by 1,000 or 10,000? Okay. Uh, and we've seen that's really common for people who are using APIs without thinking about what that architecture should look like. Uh, so, for example, you know, what are the database? Uh, what are the, the data transfer costs associated with putting something into S3? What do you do if all of a sudden uh, you need to go across multiple availability zones? So those are the kinds of things that we help somebody think through. Okay. Uh, so yeah, there's there's absolutely a need to, to do those kinds of things, and that's true even if you're using an API-based service. Um, so that's just something that, that we sit down. We help people. Um, you know, a lot of times people are saying we're integrating S3 for our long-term storage into an application architecture where. Most of the compute is on Joint. Yeah. Um, we definitely have people who are doing those kinds of hybrids where they're using multiple service providers. So we've, we've talked through people. Uh, in the pre-interview, you mentioned that you guys have a special package or service for just handling uh, MySQL yep. or being able to scale that. Can you talk about what that is and how developers can use that? Sure. So. At Joya, what we provide, you know, sort of the unit of purchase, uh, is what we call smart machine. Um, it really is a virtual instance. Um, on those virtual instances, um, which you can get on a daily basis, so you can scale up, scale down your application horizontally uh, based on that. Um, we have a number of partners that have provided software solutions that we've optimized for that environment. Um, you know, the classic example for us is a Zeus load balancer uh, and traffic manager. Very sophisticated ability to do things like read-write splitting between your app application tier in your database tier. Um, some of the most popular ones are pre-configured database solutions. So MySQL is one of those. Uh, and then another one that we have is Basho, uh, which provides React. 
Um, so both of those, whether it's a SQL-based or a NoSQL-based solution, um, we've worked with the vendor to optimize it for the particular environment, um, have pre-configured architectures, uh, and can help you to, to make a decision about which of these is right for me based on the, the needs that I have for my application. So. Um, so, we're, so we're also working on one specifically around some of the application languages, like a pre-configured PHP, pre-configured Ruby, so that it's really optimized and tuned for execution of those particular development languages. So you do have services where folks can just load balance, so they, they, can, they can easily roll out like something that allows for handling a, a high bunch of front-end hits from a whole bunch of people who are visiting their game. Yeah, exactly. And that's how somebody goes, you know, like a backstage games, how they back in March of this year went from being, you know, a few thousand visitors today to being the fastest growing game on Facebook with, you know, over uh, a few million visitors per day uh, by the end of March, right? In less than 30 days, they'd gone through that ramp. Uh, we've seen that a bunch of times. Um, LinkedIn, obviously not in the gaming space, but sure. um, their bumper sticker game got to over uh, a billion, you know, is now over a billion page views every month. It's yeah. built in Ruby runs on Joyent. Uh, and so there are a lot of examples like that where people are doing, you know, tiered databases, they're running, uh, or tiered, tiered load balancing, they might have geographic load balancing, so some of their requests are going into one data center, some of the requests are going into another data center. Uh, and I think the part that's exciting for us um, is, you know, LinkedIn is a name you've heard of, you know, yeah. Kabam's a name you've heard of. But a lot of times, it's it's somebody that was small to start with, right? Kabam wasn't a name that you'd heard of six months ago or, sure. or a year and a half ago. So that's the part that's exciting for us is sort of helping somebody who's really small get to be big. When you know when they have to scale to something that big, do they have to then change from MySQL to SimpleDB, or how do you even make that decision, or when do you make that decision? Uh, or when I when I say SimpleDB, I mean a NoSQL. Like a NoSQL yeah. solution. Yeah. So. Um, we haven't necessarily seen that. Um, you know, it's definitely something that um, people talk about and they think about. Uh, and uh, but we've seen a lot of instances where they'll do a, a hor what we think of as a vertical scale. So there'll be an instance of MySQL running on a relatively small smart machine, maybe a, a two gig smart machine, um, and then it'll slowly get to be a four gig, an eight gig, a sixteen gig. We can help them make that particular instance get larger, uh, and that's usually sort of the first level of scaling. Then they'll start doing read-write splitting. Um, it can do read-write splitting in a relatively simple manner, or with Traffic Manager, you can do read-write splitting across 10, 15 different instances. Um, and then the synchronization um, gets happened, uh, gets used. So actually, our biggest customers at this point are still running on MySQL with read-write splitting, using Zeus as their intermediate layer. Um, and, and, and they haven't had, I mean, have there been a lot of issues with the scaling as they ramped up? I mean, what's obviously Joint can help with that, but um, what, any other surprises? Or? Yeah, I mean, it's never um, it, it's never perfect, right? I mean, I think the the reality is, as somebody's going through one of these transitions, um, you know, they need to make a decision one day. I need to be now on a larger instance. How do I move to a larger instance? What do I do to people who are currently in an active session? Um, we've uh, with Kabam, for example, sat down with them and said, you know, here. Here is how you need to subsegment your virtual world yeah. uh, in order to be able to stand up a new instance and have those be isolated from one another so you can sort of uh, you know, optimize the user experience around a particular architecture. Um, so you know, anybody who tells you you're going to go from zero to millions of users with no problems whatsoever is, is, is not telling you the truth or um, just doesn't know that they're not telling you the truth. That's more often the case, right? They really haven't done it before and so they, they haven't seen it. Uh, what I can say, though, 
uh, is, you know, we've been there, uh, we've helped the people through it, um, and we learn something from it every single time. So, um, you know, one of the things that we're doing with one of our new customers, THQ, uh, is helping them understand, because right now they, you know, they're dominant in the console space, they're relatively new in the online space. Um, but they understand that they're going to need to be prepared to go through that scaling. And so they've built their architecture from the get-go to go through that as seamlessly as possible and as painlessly as possible. Uh, and so that is something that, that we've helped them do. Do you have white papers on how to do that, that seamless transition then? Yeah, so we have uh, white papers around performance and scalability. Uh, we have a very good white paper on uh, application architectures and recommended architectures that goes into the details on uh, you know, how to do database sharding, uh, some of the considerations that you'd want to take into it, some of the architectures using things like I said, you know, uh, read-write splitting using Zeus. Um, so yeah, we're, we're starting to do that. We're working on a, a whole bunch of um, benchmarks as well to help people understand, um, you know, based on how many users I have, what's the right technology for me to be using um, and, and the forecast around that. And let's talk about pricing then. Um, sure. You know, what is the pricing or the business model that you guys uh, have for a small developers who want to consider you guys. Yeah. So traditionally, our pricing has been extraordinarily simple. Um, we charge by the gigabyte of RAM, uh, and we throw in uh, a fixed amount of um, of storage with that uh, dedicated storage. You know, long-term storage, actual storage, not something that's sort of synthetic that'll go away if your machine has to reboot. Um, that's thrown in there for free. Uh, unlimited bandwidth is thrown in for free. Uh, we have CPU bursting uh, that helps with people, especially as they go through scale. That's usually the biggest challenge that people have is I need more performance right now, not 30 seconds from now, not a minute from now, but right now, uh, or things are going to start to break. And so uh, bursting helps to provide for that. Um, and then uh, in addition to that sort of core, um, we have software packages, like I mentioned, React, uh, Zeus and a few others um, where the software developer charges an additional amount on top of that. So in, in those instances uh, it'll be a little bit more expensive on a, on a per gigabyte basis. Uh, specifically in the gaming space, um, you know, we're really focused on gaming. Um, we're announcing um, today actually here at GDC uh, a new package specifically for game developers. Uh, basically uh, half off. Uh, it's a little bit better than a 50% discount. Uh, on a core architecture uh, that involves load balancing, uh, database layer, application layer, uh, and then connectivity into our CD, CDN partners. Uh, we use CD networks. Uh, connectivity into application performance management that New Relic can provide. So helping you to have the sort of core things that you need in place to be successful. Uh, and the way the program works, um, it's fixed fee to participate in the program, pay up front, uh, and then you have that application architecture for a full year. Uh, and then if you were to grow, um, then that's where we would begin to start to make a little bit of money. Uh, and we have a discount on our normal uh, prices, but um, you have access to, 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 the, to the, our folks to help you be successful and to, to get access to the, to the growing infrastructure that you need. And where can developers then find out more information about your service and get started? Yeah, so joint.com has all the information. Uh, specifically to game studios, you can go to joint.com slash game studio. Um, we've got a ton of information about what people have been doing, how they've been building them in our wiki, in our discussion groups. Um, you know, we've been in this business of providing infrastructure for applications for six years now. Um, you know, 
we often point out that we were cloud before Amazon even started using the word cloud and it became popular. So, um, you know, we've got that knowledge uh, both internally but also in the community of people that have been building on us for this long. So there's a ton of information up there at joint.com. Great. Thank you very much.